Welcome to the Three Chicks One Cup Podcast. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another, another number five, six episode of Three Chicks One Cup. This is Stevie. It's this girl, the ill chick. Good. And it's Jay. Yeah. In the building, baby. In the building. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> ladies. Thank you for showing up right. <laughs> for another, right. another crazy episode. Um, and another one. Yes, and another one. Um, so today, today we want to start this episode off by shouting out uh, J Dot for her J-Dot. birthday. Happy okay. birthday, J Dot. How was your birthday? How does it feel to be a little older, a little wiser, hair popping, curls coming through? Jada is on a uh, restoration journey for her hair. (laughs) It's annoying. It's annoying. Like you want to wake up and your hair just be that perfect curl. It don't happen like that. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Tell struggle. us about it. <laughs> <laughs> struggle. You're 35 ain't the time to be starting over. You know what I'm saying? Girl, it's always the time to start over. <laughs> right. Get the uh do the do the deliver us from Eva. Was that deliver us from Eva where she cut her hair off? What movie was that? Don't do that to me because I'll do it. Y'all know I done cut my hair before. Ain't not this ain't no new shit. I will I cut it too. off. <laughs> I had a little short haircut uh 2015. 14, 15? It was cute or whatever. I had to post a picture on our page of me with my little short haircut. With we should all do that because yes. I had the that. Rihanna and, and Terry for show had the short haircut. Yes, let's do know. that. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to post a picture of our short haircuts. But, okay. And also our girl, Terry Bear, she closed on her house. Out here making big moves, Tara. You excited? Yes, girl. Yes, big shit popping. You know what I'm saying? Big shit yeah. popping. And then she written out the old one, right? Yeah. We yep, we yep. got that income rolling in. Good, good, good. I'm so proud of you, right. little mama. Cute. All right. So this episode, I know I just clapped and y'all gonna hear it, but it's all good. This episode, <laughs> we are talking about monogamy. Monogamy in a sense of romantic relationships. Like, what is monogamy? Is it is it even relevant this day and age? Like, can you expect to be in a monogamous relationship? Are we even asking that of our partners? Um, are we monogamous? Uh, well, let's start off. And we will go around and say what we think monogamy is. So let's start with Terry. Terry, what do you what does monogamy mean to you? Okay, like for me, monogamy, I want it's commitment from someone that you're with, um, and they fulfill the roles of um, friendship, emotional, sexual. financially they're looking out for you um all those things all the wickets that I want in a relationship that I can think of um stability I mean you know like what I'm falling short at they make up for those things you know what I mean that means monogamy well because I'm in a monogamous relationship for me Mm -hmm. the monogamous relationship so I'm not going to monogamy a monogamous relationship you know what I mean because for me, it's not just monogamy. It's a monogamous relationship. So okay. that's what that's how I look at that. But monogamy itself is just singular, a singular relation, a singular sexual partner. Okay. If you break down Sing- monogamy. Okay. Single singular sexual partner. So just right. your partner bumping each other in the bedroom don't go out the bedroom and you are still monogamous as long as they stay in the bedroom with you got it j-dot uh monogamy to me is two people choosing to do everything for each other be together sexually mostly is what i is what i equate monogamy to to me monogamy mostly just means that you are sexually 
with me and only me because I don't feel like there's one person who can fill every role forever but whenever you go into a monogamy or a monogamous relationship I feel like you have had a conversation you have made an agreement of some sort that says okay I'm choosing you you're choosing me we're getting married or even if it's not a marriage even if we're just choosing to be monogamous in our relationship you are going to fill a lot of roles but you're not everything you feel me like for me it's mostly monogamy to me means sexually like I'm only with you you only with me right okay um I I feel the same way I agree with both you ladies I I think I take monogamy to the next level and say I think monogamy to me is having one sexual partner and one emotional partner as well um so you, we are romantically committed to each other sexually and emotionally. So, so with that being said, we are in this age of access to all this porn and access to all this sex and access to all these people. Do you, okay, so maybe let me start here. When was the last time you've been in a monogamous porn? Yesterday. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I mean, what were you asking? <laughs> I was like, um, today actually oh, I watched a little one too. <laughs> Girl, I was yeah. Um, when was the last time you've been in a monogamous relationship where it was just you and that person? So, in when I looked at the definition of monogamy, it says in a relationship for a lifetime. But we understand that we're we are just dating, right? So in a dating situation only, we're not talking about marriage. Well, we could talk about marriage, but we're talking about a dating situation only. When was the last time you were in a monogamous um, dating situation? I like to think I'm currently in a monogamous dating situation. Okay. Or, okay. Um, I'm exclusively well, dating, so, yeah. Okay. Terry? Okay, so for me, I, I've been single for about two, two or three years, two and a half, two and a half years. So my last relationship was a monogamous relationship. Two, so there was no infidelity. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really. Mhm. Okay. Well, maybe it's just me. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever been in one. <laughs> um, I would. I mean, okay. My last situation wasn't a relationship. It was just like a situationship. I felt like I was monogamous. Um, I was only having sex with one person. But um, like an actual relationship? I don't, I don't know. I ain't never been in one. <laughs> it makes it amazing sometimes to think of it like that. Like, damn. Because I believe that we all go in hoping or thinking that we're in a monogamous thing. And then it doesn't ever seem until, like, after the fact that you realize, like, that I was monogamous, but your bitch ass wasn't. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought we had an agreement. And you don't ever know. But the idea sounds good. And so How that's what I'm saying. you ever know? You don't always know when you're getting cheated on. Yeah. Like, a man oh. will come to you and straight tell you, no, there's nobody else. Yeah, there is. How'd that baby get here? <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I would fuck somebody else? No, I wouldn't. I ain't even got that type of time. Oh. No, I misunderstood what you said. I thought you said you'll never know as in you didn't know you weren't in a monogamous relationship. Yeah, I didn't understand. I, I misunderstood what you were saying. Oh, I'm okay. like, how you don't never know you like you think you're in a relationship and then that person don't know. I mean, because yeah. that happens too. I mean, you know, people, you know, people think they're in relationships and then they 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 not. Like Justin LaBoy, he said, uh, yeah, this dude, he, she was like, this dude I was talking to, we've been talking for eight months, um, came to me and asked me like, so, uh, why you ain't got no boyfriend? Yeah, why you ain't got no boyfriend? <laughs> like, nigga, you have my boyfriend. My boyfriend. I'm, yeah. I put this, yes, like, you are my fucking boyfriend, and you know what, that was, that's definitely a hard lesson to learn, you being monogamous to one person, and you like, okay, this person makes me feel good, I enjoy spending time with them, 
I feel like for, I'm not asking nobody to be my boyfriend. No, I mean, I've never asked anybody to be my boyfriend. I did tell someone that I wanted to date them exclusively, but I ain't doing that shit no more either. But <laughs> it will be after 90 days, nigga, if we fucking and I like you and you like me, we go together. So I'm just going to start scheduling time to meet your motherfucking parents. That's wait, wait. How- that's that's coming with the package. I'm gonna put that on my match profile. Like uh, 90 days, we go together. Anyway, cause I'm monogamous as fuck. <laughs> that's mm. how deep the monogamy runs in me. And that's how that's how bitches be meeting parents thinking they monogamous. Oh, could you imagine relationships? And then next thing you know, six bitches and met the parent. Damn, that's gonna hurt. But so now that brings me back to my point, right? Um, so Jill is currently in a monogamous situation. Terry, her last situation was monogamous that you mm-hmm. know of, and I don't think I've ever been in no, a monogamous. What do you mean I know of? No, yeah. I mean, he, he can tell me. Steph he got a place to tell me. certain shit. Steph, yeah, don't throw that no, extra no, 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 on no, no, there, make uh, you yeah, feel don't, away. don't put that extra on there. But you don't, don't know for sure. But no. we know as sure as we can be. I bet. Cool. Yeah, nah, yeah. No reason yeah. to I think mean, I anything of it. At the way I should end it, that nigga, he could have told me by now. I'd already know by now. Yeah. Mm. He'd have been like, no, okay. I cheating on your ass. Yeah, fact. So your last <laughs> relationship was, again, monogamous. Yeah. As far as you know. Hmm. Like, I was just saying. Okay. Um, okay. And you know what? Because I thought I was in a monogamous marriage until one day me and my ex-husband sat down and we had a conversation and he told me what he did. And I never in a million years would have thought he had done something like that because I had always gave him credit of being super honest and super open and super loyal. Like what? Like she said, when do he have time to do it? You know, I was like, well, come to find out he was getting this little wee wee sucked at work so you yeah, know I, mean, I don't i don't discount you know what i'm saying i i, I mean you know people no 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 that's get, not to change you know, your yeah. situation but that's just yeah. how you know i yeah. i thought i was well i i knew i wasn't being monogamous but i thought my partner <laughs> was at least upholding his part of the fucking agreement damn but come to find out he oh. wasn't but anyway um all right so it's been a while since I've been in a monogamous relationship. Does, how does that change our outlook on dating now? Like, do you think, do you still have that expectation knowing that we have access to so much and people could just swipe and have a date lined up or they could swipe and meet some new vagina or whatever? Do you think that it is realistic to expect people to still be monogamous? 100%, yeah. Terry. Oh, I thought you still had more to say. Follow nope. that up with something else. Um, <laughs> nope, that's it. Yes, I believe it. I believe that people can be monogamous. I think that, you know, if you say you're going to do something, I believe in your word. I think the problem with monogamy, well, maybe not the problem with monogamy. I think the problem with the idea of monogamy is that people go into situations thinking that's what it is without talking about what it is. Like, okay, we spend a lot of time together, but we've never discussed, are we only dealing with each other? Like, are you good with just dealing with me? People get to liking each other. I'm not going to lie. I've done this before I would even have a conversation about, are we you know, only dealing with each other, I would be like, shit, he liked me. He called me every day. I know he he taking me to do this. He doing X, Y, and Z. I know we monogamous. Like, I that is the expectation I have coming out the gate. But I don't know if I said it already, but I've always been cheated on. <laughs> so what's crazy is that I still do believe in monogamy. Like, mm-hmm. I still expect it. That is what I'm going to have one way or the other. I will have a man who is monogamous. And so in the situation that I'm in currently, uh, we have had this discussion on more than one occasion and both said the same thing. Like we both are have agreed we are the only person the other person is dealing with, uh, sexually for sure. Um, and if we feel like we don't want to do that or we want to see somebody else or we want to do something else, then we're going to tell each other and then we have a choice. Do we still want to keep rocking 
or are we giving each other that freedom to, you know, see what else is out there? I ain't giving you the freedom though. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're listening, that's a, a no for me. <laughs> you fuck somebody else, I'm cool. Right. Mm, so, um, and I guess I'm asking that because I was reading something by a, a sex therapist and she is very, um, I really like her. Her name is Esther Perel. And she does this thing on sexual desire. She does a lot of talks on sexual desire and eroticism and stuff like that. And she was saying for us to expect our partners to be monogamous is controlling. And she was saying, um, yeah, for like, how do we feel we have the control over a person to dictate their sexuality, to tell them, um, no, you cannot do this, or you can't, like, it, there's no longer freedom in a relationship. It's, go ahead. I don't think that that's controlling. I feel like before you get into something where you're labeling yourself in a monogamous relationship, you have had a conversation. So anything after that conversation, before you have moved forward, you're agreeing to this. After we For get life, together, though. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That, you agree into you. that for life. Yeah. So, to, and, and I guess I'm not really speaking in the sense of us when we first get together, right? That honeymoon, we all, even the first three, four, five years. I'm talking about marriage. That's I'm talking about that 10, 15, 20 year mark. And like, how do you, how do you, like, does our partner sexuality belong to us to even mm-hmm. be, tell them, like, you cannot do this? So when it comes down to it, and your partner does step out and they have the conversation with you and you like, I'm out. I don't want to do this no more. I can't be with you anymore. But it's like, do sense. we really have the control over what they desire? Number one, we don't control anybody. So if we decide today to be monogamous and then 10, 15 years down the line, now we're having a problem keeping that promise. It's time for another conversation because who knows? I might be feeling the same way you feel. Exactly. I might. But until we've discussed that we are no longer abiding by our agreement, then we monogamous until we have decided we aren't. So, yeah, I control all that shit. That's mine because you told me it was. Call it whatever you want to call it, Esther. But <laughs> like, bro, that's that's me until you have sat me back down and we've gone over like, yo, for the past 15 years, you've been everything I need. But right now I need something a little different. How you feel about that? And maybe 15 years down the line, I'll be OK with it. Who knows? I might not have the same the same feelings that I had 15 years ago. I might not want it as much. I might be looking for something else. You know what I mean? As well. Who knows where we're going to be? But when we go into it, nobody is going in with a gun to their head. I mean, maybe they are, but (laughs) I can't imagine you agreeing to monogamy just to say, nah, I don't want this forever. I just wanted this for the first five years. Well, I don't think people mean to cheat. And that's why you have a 40% divorce rate. Not saying that everything is infidelity, but most couples divorce because of finances or infidelity. And it's like, okay, if we can make the money shit work, but nigga, I, I don't know. That's, I don't know. It depends on the couple. But if they can make the money piece work, it's like, like you said, Jill, every relationship you've ever been in, you've been cheated on. And same with me. I've either cheated or I've been cheated on. I don't know Terry's dating history, but Terry, have you ever been cheated on? Um, not that I know of. Come on, WAP! No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I just, not that I know of. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm sure. I, I do not know. We would I, hope I've not. Never, yeah, and I've never as caught far as my you. ex-husband cheating on me. Yeah, and I never found out. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you can do that, which has nothing to do with you, Terry, but yeah. if you can get through a relationship and you doing your dirt and I don't find out, you yeah. know, God bless you. But I will tell you that I ain't never been cheated on and not found out. And I can promise you that nobody offered up the information. Exactly. Exactly. I had to. Yeah. Uh, you always have to dig. And I think that's, that's the problem. Oh, I will dig into some shit. shit, bro. That shit but, in my face. 
you, what you well, the twin, the thirty-three-year-old, the thirty-three-year-old me is not digging, but the twenty-three-year-old me, I was digging. It was definitely like, okay, story time. <laughs> <laughs> I was dating this guy who I did not trust, and he was really like, he will look you in your face and tell you the fucking <laughs> sky is green. He was like, this nigga was a habitual liar. And so I knew he was talking to this girl at his job, and he just would not be honest. This story has absolutely fucking nothing to do with the episode. I just thought it was funny. And it was some of my best work. Um, <laughs> so, so he, um, you know, he was whatever. He was like, I'm not talking to this girl. I don't even know this girl. And I'm like, nigga, yes, the fuck you are. I know you're talking to her. So uh, she had posted, like, an edible arrangement on her on her page, Right? And it didn't say nothing. She didn't have no car. I had no no proof that it was from this nigga. But oh, I just, it was just my instinct, my gut instinct. Like, oh, this nigga then got this edible arrangement for this girl. So I knew where he worked and I knew they worked together. So I called the edible arrangement closest to their job. And I said, um, hi, you know, I'm working for... X, Y, and Z, whatever his name was, and I'm his uh, admin. I need to bill, or we need to process his um, credit card statement for the month, and I'm missing a receipt. Can you provide me the receipt for this transaction? And he was like, what's the first and last name? So I gave him the first and last name, and he was like, oh, yeah, we have the order here, and sent me a copy of the receipt. I said, I knew it, motherfucker! got that receipt I screenshotted that receipt and sent it to him like tell me you didn't get her that edible arrangement tell me this not the girl that you talking to like it, you talk about having receipts <laughs> anyway I thought that was funny that was some of my best work like you know I what's can't... crazy you remember well we used to work at this place Stephanie and I and people would get flowers all the time right mm-hmm. And I I saw this one arrangement. Shit was beautiful. I'm talking about, I was like, damn, I wish my man sent me flowers. I literally took a picture, posted the shit on Instagram or whatever, and was like, damn, I wish my baby would send me some flowers like this. I ain't have not a nan nigga, okay? I did not have no boyfriend, no one person I was dealing with. And do you know that somebody, like, called their boyfriend and accused him of sending the shit to me? like bitch read the caption I said I wish my nigga would send me this and you just thought that the wishing of a nigga to send me this was your nigga were you dealing with her nigga nah I wasn't anymore I had in the past but not even close it wasn't even close it wasn't even right it wasn't even nowhere near the time that she was accusing me of this now I had posted a watch before that. She was just like, I know this nigga bought you this. He had. He had bought me the watch. But, you know, that's so neither here you know, girl. I'm just saying, look, girl, I ain't dumb. Your man ain't sent me them flowers. She got to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we fell into that, girl. To, look, <laughs> we see you seeing us, nigga. Hey, Amber. Anyways. Ah, oh, there go Amber again, Steph. <laughs> well, Amber? Mm-hmm. All right, back to monogamy. Okay. Um, so do you think, and I guess my complication with monogamy is because I feel like relationships should be natural, right? And I think with monogamy, that's something that's like you got to force, I don't know, never mind. You, I'm not even going to say that. I don't I think it's- really about to pull you back in. Like, I don't want you to- putting monogamy under control people have choices to be monogamous and if they don't and i get that they don't have to be they don't but you have so many that's what i'm saying i've i don't know relationships without infidelity i feel like they go hand in hand so if it's so but they don't i i would say they do more than they don't i would say they do more than they don't you just said this this is your first monogamous relationship but that's fine it, what's crazy is it's my and I haven't had one and I'm about to be 40 like we're going you're, towards 40 you're not ro- rounding up but that could just be the people we're choosing I know plenty of men who have never cheated on their wives I don't for, 
I, yeah. I don't. And I know some great men, but I feel like th- this is the culture, right? You have young, you have boys like they their boys are like, oh, you see her like they the, the thing is to get numbers to see how many women you can pull. Just to think about when you used to go to the mall when you were younger, you were getting all these different numbers. You want I want phone numbers. You had three or four girlfriends and whatever the case may be. But then let a let a boy say or let a yeah, a young man say, you know, I only really want to be with you. Man, what you mean you only want to be with her? Man, you a punk, you weak, you whack. So I That's think good. in our I think age. <laughs> nah, I think that continues going in again. I know, and I can really speak to Nigerian culture. Every I've been around so many, like I know their wives. I've had dinner at their homes, and we go out, and they have another girl with them. But that's the culture, so that's why I'm like, is monogamy even still a thing? Because whether he's having sex with this woman. Or whoever this other girl is that you didn't brought to the club while your wife is at home, I feel like that's our culture. Do y'all not? A, well, a, I could just be talking about Nigerian culture. I don't really know. I've only dated two American men in my whole life, so I don't really know. Um, and the two American men I've dated, they've also cheated on me. <laughs> I have a question since you're. <laughs> since you're... <laughs> Okay. Claiming claiming spokeswoman right now for Nigerians. Isn't I'm not I, I am not claiming spokeswoman for Nigerians. I'm saying I can only speak to my experience dealing with Nigerians. And your ahead. experience dealing with Nigerians, you've done some research. And I'm not trying to assume or put this on them. I'm asking this is a real question. Social research. In in Nigeria, aren't they allowed to have multiple wives? It depends on your religion. If you are Muslim, yes. Hmm. but not the christians well then you should and are there more muslims than christians i don't know it depends the on the region so. that you're in and mm-hmm. southern region they may have more muslim populated areas mm-hmm. but nigerian is a co- nigeria is a country mm-hmm. well i mean then we also have to think about that that's a a natural thing it is illegal to be married to more than one person in most of the states in the United States. Mm-hmm. I believe there's all the states in the United States. Is it all of them? Okay. Every last one. I was yeah. gonna say I feel like in like <laughs> Idaho or some shit. No. Or, you know, somewhere, legal. somewhere. Okay. But they do it, they just don't get married. It's fake. Right. Okay. So that's why I was hesitant to say that. But if that's a thing that is widely accepted in Nigeria. And you only well, like I don't think Nigerian it's widely men. accepted. No, I don't only like Nigerian men. I actually don't do not like Nigerian men. I just so happen to, you know, run into them, and they just so happen to like me. Um, but I and date. No, please do not slide in my DMs. Please don't. I do not like Nigerian men. I just okay. so happen to end up dating them, but. Okay. Anyway, um, no, I wouldn't say because, yeah, the culture is a little, it's a little more accepted than it is in the black American culture. You, I feel like with blacks, they're going to try to at least hide it. Whereas Nigerians, they introduce you to their brothers, their cousin, and you the whole side chick. And they got a whole wife at home. And that's a little... getting patted on the back for all of these exactly women. it is looked at as a masculine thing mm-hmm. it's looked at he's a man and i feel like it's the same way in american culture but a little you know a little less like it's not like oh yeah beat your chest he's the man but it's like oh my man's got like you're not going to i've been introduced to other men like, oh, this is my homeboy, Josh, or whatever. And Josh knows that Freddie has a wife. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't, I don't know. I think yeah, once I you would. get to a certain age, um, you know, niggas cheat. People cheat. I, I think it's not once you get to a certain age that they cheat. I think it's once you get to a certain age, they they may not cheat as much. Like for me, let me be clear, because I did just say I ain't never been in anything that I did not get cheated on. I was married at 19 until I was 28. And yes, he cheated on me. And I have not had a boyfriend since 2000. Shit. 
when did I leave? 14, I believe. Mm. I have not had anybody who was in a labeled, titled relationship since then. So therefore, I can't really say I've always been cheated on. I can right. say that the guy that I was talking to always was talking to other bitches. Right. Regardless of what I thought was happening. Now, what I also can say is in every one of those relationships, except my husband, I was faithful. And the only reason I cheated then is because I felt I could. I felt like, yeah, I ain't got no reason to be hanging around and doing right here because the whole situation wasn't right. So I still very strongly believe that not all men cheat. I also, and I ain't going to go, I ain't going to do the black men don't cheat because, you know, that's a thing on Instagram. (laughs) But like, I don't want to put it on one race, one culture, one anything. I think that usually it's the younger guys who are you know trying to experience as much as they can they should they're young do your thing yeah and when you get older you still have some of those men who you know be about that dog ass life who just can't that cannot accept settling with one person and I do feel like a lot of times when you're older and you're still kind of playing the field or playing the games or trying to see how many women you have, your life may be a different type of life. You may be one of those men who have a lot of money. And then there's a thing that what Drake says, well, I spend time when I can spend money. Like, I'll have to just be with you because you're going to allow me to get away with whatever. Those are the people that aren't settling down. And even when they do settle down and get married, they've had conversations with their wives that their wives are okay. Cause as long as you taking care of me and as long as I, my bills are paid and I look good and you can suck this body back together, I don't care what you do. Mm. You know what I mean? There's a certain type of, I think there's a certain type of guy. Well, I feel like the older gentleman or the older woman, I feel like at that point they tired of the same person and, or it's a thing to feel that youth again. So now you have, I feel like older men cheat way more than younger dudes. I feel like younger dudes, they, they want to experience, you know, what it is to just be with one woman. So now they get with this woman, they get married, they have kids, blah, 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 blah. And now they tired of this shit. And again, I think this is just human nature. I think it is completely natural for us to want that mystery that desire for another partner like you can't tell me that you've been in a relationship and you've been out and a cute little cutie that came up to you and flirted with you it made you feel good like damn I still got it I still I feel good now whether we act upon it is a totally different story but I think yeah you're still monogamous at that point but I'm saying now you're 45. You ain't heard a compliment in five years. Your your husband, Larry, then been out with his boys at the golf course, you know, every week or whatever. And now you out with your girlfriends. And here come this little young thing. And he enticing you and making you feel sexy. The, not saying that you have to act on it. But it's the thought. It's that mystery of what would it be to go home with this man? What, what would it be to uh, have this man kissing all on me and feeling all on me and making me feel good those are the this is those are the conversations we should be having with our partners and I think and as we were talking about monogamish last time but we didn't bring it in so monogamish is monogamy but you're having the conversations about your sexual desires and what's outside of your marriage um and that's where monogamish comes in like you come home and you you didn't gave your husband the best head of his 50-year-old life because little Jerome was just salsa dancing around you all damn night, and now you feeling a little frisky. So you could go home and talk to your husband and say, hey, babe, this is how I'm feeling. You know, I'm this person made me feel this way with hopes that after having the conversation, you don't want to act on it, I guess, in a sense. Hmm. Okay. But all right, so um, so we all kind of believe in monogamy. We all want monogamous relationships. How do you think um, online dating, social media plays into us being monogamous? Do you think that creates an outlet for us to not be monogamous or for our partners to be monogamous? Or you feel like, you know, niggas going to cheat, they're going to cheat. I feel like that gives them plenty of access 
to plenty of dicks and ass. That's what I think. Dicks and ass. <laughs> I don't know no I, niggas that want dicks and ass. I well, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not just talking about just the guys. I mean, I, oh. I feel like we should be talking about females, too. I mean, we are mm-hmm. women, and 100%. we should be thinking about us as well. So, mm-hmm. oh, there's plenty okay. of dicks out there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you and, know, we said, have we ever been in monogamous relationships? We didn't ask, have all of us always been monogamous? I, I mean, I haven't. I admitted I that. Have I, yeah. Oh, okay. So, but have you always been monogamous? No. Like, have you? Okay. So, yeah, that's that. I'm asking that because you just brought up, you know, we speaking right. on the men and whatnot, but we're not speaking on the women. So, right. we will be quick to put it on some men that they're the ones not choosing monogamy. But in reality, we have the same temptations and, 100%. and things that these men have. And it's a choice whether we want to continue to do this or not. So I just, I feel like monogamy is a thing. I think monogamy is a beautiful thing. I support people that want to be monogamous. I personally can see myself growing old with somebody. And unfortunately, in this day and age, yes, we do have this social media, this quick way to meet people. Or, oh, baby, you fine. Let me fly you out or whatever. But I feel like I ain't looking for the men who want to be on social media to begin with. I don't even like a man who's super engaged in social media. I like the one that don't know how to use the search bar. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how you get to this? How can I look up your page? I don't even know. I don't know how to work this. Like, I like that nigga. Because I know he not running to social media to go look for the next bad bitch with her whole body done. Like, yes, it's easy, but I'm really hoping that I'm meeting people and that I'm spending my time with people who don't want to do those things. Right. You know I mean? Right. And I think that's... Uh, oh, sorry, Terry. Were you about no. to say something? No, go ahead. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I don't want no social media person either. Um, and I know I haven't always been the most monogamous person either although I do desire a monogamous relationship and I think that's why I thought this topic was so important because in my eyes I feel like I had the question is it even is it realistic to think that people could still be monogamous and I guess I'm speaking for myself do I think in this day and age, the way that I can access people, the the amount of people that I know are on my line, the amount of people that I spend time with, like, is it realistic to tone this down? I think that we get so addicted to this lifestyle of knowing that if this don't work out, I could go to jump to this person. And if this don't work out, I could go and be with this person. Like, I just don't know what the future of monogamy holds. Like, is that even going to be a thing coming up? That's. I think that is a thing. But also, you have to realize that when you go into a monogamous relationship, monogamy, whatever, any type of relationship, you have a standard that you have, and then you have expectations. When you put mm-hmm. expectations on people, that's where you put something out there on someone that they for sure can fall short at. Right. Yep. So, and the event of them falling short, what is your actions when they do? Right. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. which ultimately, especially when our act when they do, when you do have the expectations, right. If you don't verbalize them, right. Number one. So, and then number two, when they do fall short of our expectations, what are you going to do? You can't tell them that because then if it's something that doesn't really, if you're not number one, just going to jet out and be like, man, fuck this, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Right. right, Number two, if you are just going to be out, then they're going to be like, okay, well, as soon as I do this, she's just going to leave or he's just going to leave. Like who the hell wants to be with somebody if you're first falling short, you're just going to be just going to be out. But then if you're right. like, okay, I'm going to give you grace, some people can look at that as though, okay, I'm going to take advantage of this person. So it's always, you have to look at it like, okay, I have a standard for myself, 
you can only set standards yourself and hold someone to the same standard as you have for yourself. But don't put expectations on someone because people always fall short of expectations. That's why for me, exactly. I try not to put expectations on other people and just hold people to the same standard as myself. That I hold myself. Mm. That I hold myself. If I ex- if I do this for you, it's because I mm-hmm. would do that to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know what I'm saying? I treat you how I want to be treated. Right. That's it. So that's a great way to form this conversation because I think initially, so y'all don't know. The listeners don't know. We actually talked about this yesterday and the conversations was kind of all over the place. So now we, here we are talking about it again today. I think that the misunderstanding because of me saying that I'm more monogamish is that I have a standard and I know for me, my standard is I am only allowing myself to be human, whatever that is. Right. So and I understand sometimes human falls short and I understand going into a relationship. I can only I can only hold you to that same standard that I accept it can or possibly will become a time to where your human your human comes into play and you fall short, just like I know I do as well. And when that happens, like uh, infidelity is not a deal breaker for me. I feel like a deal breaker is something you only allow to happen once and you're done. Hitting my child, that's a deal breaker. Uh, me finding out you're a crackhead, that's a deal breaker. Me finding out that you like men, that's a deal breaker. It only happens once and I am not accepting it again. Infidelity is not a deal breaker because I understand we are human and I understand that sometimes as humans, we can fall short. Falling short and hit my kid, that ain't, you can't come back from that. Or if I see you sucking on a glass pipe, smoking crack, I cannot deal with that um, or whatever other examples I gave. But I feel like infidelity is something conversation worthy because I understand as a person who has cheated multiple times that it does not it is not always a reflection of my partner it's nine times out of ten something that I'm internally dealing with and I need to figure out is a lot of times it's helpful to have the support of your partner when you figuring that shit out and I know it's a tough conversation because we are so self-absorbed and we like to feel like oh this nigga stepped out on me it's because he loved her more or whatever the case may be and you may not know what that man is going through and yes he made a poor decision by resulting to having sex with somebody else but as a committed partner in this marriage in this relationship or whatever we are I'm committed to helping you be in the best version of you and I hope that you're committed to the same thing so that's why I say I will it's not a deal breaker to me just don't take advantage of me don't take advantage of my beliefs but my standard is you know it's not a deal breaker you know what for me I don't want to say that it's not a deal breaker but I feel like infidelity for me may I may not leave today right like you may not cheat and I say I'm over it right now but I will tell you that it makes it very hard for me personally to get back to the place where I trusted you with all of me right like for me, if you cheat on me and I find out, no, I'm not leaving you today. I need to sit with it. I need to figure out how can I come back from it? Are you actually remorseful that you did it? Are you showing me that, you know, you felt it was a mistake? Like, I hope that you feel it was. Are you trying to get, you know, my trust back? Because if I don't see these actions, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'm going to say a little bit, but trust me when I tell you, I am working on an exit and it may not be today it may not be next week that shit could be a year later but if over that time you're not really trying to prove to me that you know i mean that was actually a mistake nah I don't, and, I don't know that it's not a deal breaker. And that's where therapy comes in. And if your partner is committed to you and he, 
realize that this was a mistake, he's going to want to see a therapist, somebody to help us work through this. Like mm-hmm. an apology. And I have this uh, really good resource. It's a book. It's called The the Art of Apologizing. An apology is not, I'm sorry I got caught. Like you have to come to me with a really thought out this and this. And then also when I say we're human, I mean we talked about the shit before it happened. Like, I ain't just go through your phone and find out shit. One, I'm not going through no... Uh, never mind. Um, one, I'm not... <laughs> I like to believe I don't, I'm I past... I'm not going through a phone. I'm past I would really before. like to believe that I'm past that part, but sometimes a bitch finger get antsy. But um, I haven't had anybody <laughs> to even make me want to go through their phone. I don't... No. I haven't had anybody to make me want to go through their phone. But um, as of lately... But um, what was I saying? Damn, I lost my train of thought. This is how we hop around, right? Here. I know. <laughs> my bad, my bad. All right, somebody else go. So, <laughs> as for me, um, when it comes to me, I, J-Dot asked me, would I leave if, um, if someone cheated on me? And my straight up answer was like, I can't answer that question, right? Because for me, it's just a... It's situational, right? Um, and and I still hold true to that answer because she and I had a full conversation about it, like later on. Um, <clears throat> because to me, there's like so many levels to um, quote unquote cheating. For me, like a more of a breakdown would be like an emotional relationship. Like those have bigger ties. Like if you just mash some chicks one time, that would be like completely different. Um, so yeah. To me, that's just different. You've had a long time affair with someone and we've been together for, you know, 10, 15 years and you've been, you have like a full blown relationship with someone. That's totally different. Um, so I am in agreement with, um, with Steph on this, on that side of things. I do believe in like grace and I hold the person to the same standard. Um, I have cheated that's... when I, when I was in a relationship with someone, um, and mine was more of an emotional thing because once you check out, I yeah. believe that once you check out emotionally with someone, eventually the physical comes later. Um, but yeah, so that's and that's where mine comes from. I I do feel like that mentally. Once you check out emotionally and mentally, then eventually physical comes. It didn't happen like that mm-hmm. for me, but I did do that um, in the relationship that I was in. So yeah, that's that's where I sit with that one, but. Like we all said, monogamy and relationships fall differently for everyone. So I think that's something you have to establish in your relationships once you get into them. Like, what's your idea of cheating? And I do ask that once I'm with someone. Okay, we're together. So what's your idea of cheating? Because I need to know. Like, you know, so you don't want me, you know, because I have male friends. So what's your idea of cheating? Like, you know, I think that's important. And a male's idea of cheating is so like broad like there's so many things that to a man is as bad as cheating um I actually had a conversation where I was watching tv and this guy this girl was just like you know I just talked to my ex you know what one of the movies which one of one of the movies where the wife went to her ex-husband to get her man a job so wait next hell no no um that was so food it also was, why did I get married too? But regardless, like I was watching that and I asked my friend, I said, how would you feel like if you were down and like your wife or shit me, <laughs> if I went to like one, even if it's not an ex, just a boy that I knew, a guy that I knew that could help you, like, how would you feel? Like, I would be pissed that I stopped fucking with you because you're not allowing me to be a man. Like, let me be a man you're not going to go and make me look bad to, you know, your ex-husband because in the movie, it was her ex-husband who already, you know, was talking shit about the man, so now you done gave him fuel. So, while to some men, that shit is as bad as cheating. Like, why are you even still in contact with this man? Like, anybody you fucked before me, once we start talking, you can't talk to them no more. Right. You know what I mean? So, what's crazy is as women, we really just be like, yeah, we mad when you talking to females or women and we going to say something like, why the hell are you 
telling her all our business. We're mad. But that ain't cheating. We actually holding you to cheat and you done stuck your dick up in her mm-hmm. and now you mad I want to leave you. But you was ready to leave me for telling my ex-husband that you needed a job. You do. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. Like, She's so Well, it's always a double standard, I feel like. Like, the niggas can't take what they dish or men can't take what they dish. And I feel like, you know, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, I expect just like y'all. I got that standard too. I expect you to be like me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think that's even with that's a great point, Terry. And I'm so happy you said that. I feel like um we have that standard, but we people need to communicate their standards. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the conversation that's missing because we expect people to treat us the way that we treat them. And then next you know, you're going to be in that seven-month situationship and he's going to be like, hey, uh, where your boyfriend at? You know, or whatever the meme said because you, you never communicated your standard. Right. Or, and then, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it, and, I mean, any type of relationship, I don't care what we're doing, Whatever we are doing, we're gonna be on the same page about whatever we do. Like if we fuck buddies, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When you, with, even in that situation, when we fuck buddies, I knew what it was. I knew what we doing. Okay, cool. We fucking at, at lunch. All right, cool. I ain't gonna have no draws on. I'm coming by at this time. This is what we doing. I gotta get back to work in like an hour. So have lunch ready. But but by the boom, by the back. This is what we doing. That like excited Stephanie. I heard it in her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, like okay, cool. Everything is communicated. Like, there's no ifs, ands, buts about mm-hmm. it. Okay, I'm sliding through. You're sliding out. Okay, cool. I mean, I just feel like sliding communication through, sliding is, I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, no. if you're communicating everything and we're on the same page, there's there's not room for miscommunication and misunderstanding. When there's misunderstanding, mm-hmm. that means there's miscommunication. There should not be a so, misfire if we're communicating. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm saying. What has, so we've all been married, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What has divorce taught us about monogamy? Or how about this? What has, okay, yes. What has divorce taught us about monogamy? Even though your relationships had, may not have ended due to infidelity, what has, let's say, marriage or divorce taught you about monogamy? For me, I don't feel like it taught me anything about monogamy per se. Now, I had a lot of lessons from my marriage, but not in the light of how to be better about being monogamous or or whatever. You know what I mean? Like my marriage, I got married young. So it taught me literally everything that I wasn't going to deal with now. It taught me what I can deal with, what, you know, it really taught me my deal breakers. Um, And while I still maintain that I wanted to be monogamous then, I still have the same belief today. So I don't think it taught me anything about monogamy per se, but like any relationship, I feel like if you're not walking away from each and every relationship, situationship, knowing something more about yourself, like don't always think these relationships are Oh, they was for nothing, a waste of time. No, it wasn't. It was something. Mm-hmm. You learned. Yeah. You better had learned something. Don't look back on these people and like try to hate on them or be like that nigga was shit. He was something. He taught you something. Right. And then you move on. You ain't got to be friends. But and if you didn't learn that lesson in that relationship, you're you gonna learn it in another one. Mm-hmm. Tear. Um. Let's see. I guess. I don't know. I'm stumped on this one. Let's see. Um. <laughs> I can go. Yeah, you can go. I think marriage has taught me um this one I came into marriage with the idea of monogamy is I will never cheat. I will never have eyes for another man and I I felt that wholeheartedly. I was 100% in love with my partner when I married them, and I felt fulfilled in every which way. Um, But also in this marriage was my first time being pregnant. This was my first time having a baby. So this, in that process, it showed me that I wanted to feel desired, and I didn't. 
I didn't have a partner who was there with me every single day. He traveled a lot for work. So it showed me what it is to be lonely, what it is to try to figure things out on my own. It showed me all of those things that led to me not wanting to be monogamous anymore. And instead of coming to my partner and telling him, hey, this is how I'm feeling and I am considering cheating on you, the monogamish part or I'm I met this guy and I'm, you know, having these sexual feelings and urges towards this person. I didn't have that conversation. Instead, I acted on, you know, my instincts and started to do whatever and which was wrong. But um, it just showed me that it had nothing to well the start of it had something to do with my partner and then once I started in a relationship with somebody else while in my marriage I actually things started to get better with me and my husband I felt like I don't need you to be here all the time I don't need you to take me out on dates I don't need you to please me sexually someone else is doing that so I felt like my needs were getting met and I was still able to give my husband whatever he needed we weren't having sex I don't think not often we weren't we weren't having sex so it was just like I don't know but I realized that you can love two people that's one thing I need you to come back to me after we get Terry's question or Terry's answer because I got questions okay go ahead Terry so that's what uh monogamy or marriage has taught me about monogamy um that I did it the absolute wrong way and I should have had the conversation with my husband, but that's how I knew I was no longer in love with him because I didn't care to have the conversation with him. But anyway. Um, I learned that, I mean, I was absolutely, I was head over heels for my ex-husband. He's a good dude. Um, but Aww. I knew that, like, I just couldn't, we just couldn't stay together because I was like his, I was his number one cheerleader and I just wasn't getting that support. And that's like my, that's my love language. That's how I figured that out. Um, yeah, I just, I couldn't. And, um, that was really hard for me. Yeah. That even that, that bothers me. Yeah. I couldn't. That's what I learned. All right. right. That's enough. That's it. <laughs> and check it out. Yep. So, Stephanie, you said your situation. She didn't pull out the notepad. Go ahead. I showed it. I wrote it down. She pulled out the notepad. Because I ain't going to forget this. So, you said that your situation made you realize you didn't really care for monogamy. Like, that. that's not the biggest thing to you. Are you open to open relationships then? No, I am not. I am so not what, open to open relationships. So what is it exactly that in a relationship with Stephanie? I want to be with Stephanie. Stephanie, what are you requiring then? Because if you aren't pressed for monogamy and only being with one partner, I can I can bet all my children that you don't want a all polygamous them. relationship. Not all, of all of them. They can all go. Not all of them. And so what is the middle ground then? If, if not for being with one person, but being open to sexual partners elsewhere. like what I'm is- not open to sexual partners elsewhere. Like I told Terry, or like I said earlier to Terry's point, my standard is understanding that shit happens. So the monogamish is that we openly communicate about whatever it is. I don't want to have to dig through things. I don't want to have to now, I can't trust you. I don't want to have to try to find things out. I want that conversation to be on the table in the beginning. Like we need to be BFFs, Will and Jada, red table talk. Will and Jada were open. (laughs) They were, okay, not in that sense, but they say they weren't. Um, they were. Oh, I needed to be a red. Damn, baby, come out. Okay, sorry, y'all. But no, that's what that's what I mean. (laughs) Okay, so you you want that, but understanding that just because you happen to have made a mistake, that ain't over. Let's work through it and figure it out, and continue to be a team. You want a teammate. 
I want a teammate. I want somebody to be like, hey, listen, I know it's NBA Finals, but my fucking knee is swollen. I may not be able to get out on this court and perform 100% as my teammate. How do we figure this out? Or I may have to sit on the bench this game. How do we figure this out? I need that conversation to be presented to me before I find out about it. And so mm. it, it may, but now in my mind, I don't even know how that's going to go. What if my partner is telling me like, hey, Keisha at work, fat ass, keep walking past my desk. I'm horny. Me and her have been texting and we went out for drinks the other night. And when we went out for drinks, I didn't do anything, but I cannot promise you that I won't do something next time. Or I am interested in seeing her again. I feel like what do you, I don't know what I'm going to do with that information. I don't know how it's going to make me feel, but I feel like he's now giving me a choice to say, okay, we need therapy. We need to figure it out. And this is all a part of marriage. This is the, nah, (laughs) I feel like this is the ugly part of marriage that people don't really, because you think that it's just going to, how do you swallow that? How do you swallow the fact that you, you are now like faced with your husband's desires? He lets you know what they are and it ain't pretty. It ain't shit you wanted to hear. And it's like, Am I walking out on my marriage because my husband was honest with me and told me what it is that he desires? Or do I have to sacrifice myself and just chuck up the L and let him fuck her? It's like... Do you you not feel like... This is the reality. Yeah, I hear you, reality. I hear you, Doc. Okay. So my question for that is, before you got to... This place where you and old Big Booty Keisha is texting. What made you feel like one getting her number and doing all this texting was appropriate? Because now you've opened up this relationship with this person that you know you're sexually attracted to, which is a setup for fucking failure. Mm-hmm. If there was something that you felt you weren't getting at home, tell me that shit before you and Big Booty Keisha are out to oh, drink. T- Okay, but now we're talking reality here. Mm-hmm. It always yeah, because men, <laughs> right? And men think like, damn, I was doing the right thing. I, I came to her before it got wrong. Although we can offer them a hundred and five different scenarios as how they could have done it differently. But the fact of the matter is, we are here. Yep. How do we how do we move forward from here? He didn't he he made a poor decision on giving her his number. He made a poor decision on going out to drinks with her. And now he is coming to you as a man. He is coming to you as a man, <laughs> man. to say, baby, as your man, baby, I fucked up. And I'm here right now because I don't know what to do. I need my partner. I need my Kobe. And I need us to figure out how we gonna move forward. This is what I'm talking about as, like, this is the rea- This is how ugly marriage can look. I mean, because in hindsight, he but really ain't getting right. How much is he willing? I mean, he he didn't. I mean, he did a little bit, but I mean, he, he's yeah. cre he's created a space for you not to trust him. He's created mm-hmm. a space for manipulation because yeah. while he was texting her, what was he telling you that he was doing? While he was out to drinks, where did he tell you he was going? You know, he's now pl- planted that he's planted you the can't for trust the other him. Woman. He's put a crack in the door for this for for Keisha. I almost called her Z word for Keisha to kick open. Goddamn Keisha! I know. Yep. He did, but this is your man. You right. chose him, so it's well, like, yeah, how yeah, do yeah, yeah. we, him. how do we fix this? Why how do we no fix man this? Gonna date Keisha? He's got a. I ain't choosing no man who doesn't who doesn't want to have this conversation before you get to Keisha. Yeah, don't but, think he, like... but he's human. That's what I'm saying. The standard is we are human. Yes. Okay, so after you tell me. I need you to actually be working on fixing the issue because at that point, if you have now told me this and then you end up fucking Keisha, I'm leaving because it's premeditated. You've been working on that shit. Mm. I'm leaving for sure. You not only but have see, been now texting, this... uh-huh, I'm leaving. You ain't only been texting and having an ongoing relationship with her trying to get to know her. You done took her out to drinks. You brought the shit home and told me about it. Now I'm in my feelings because I'm worried every day you go to work. You eating with Keisha? Y'all eating, taking food and shit? Yeah. And then you fuck her? Um, 
absolutely leaving. Now, I want to be a safe space for my man to come and have conversations when he's not exactly sure what he's doing and how can I help fix him, not fix him, but help him fix his thoughts or whatever it is that he wants to work on. But what but if you ain't finna tell me about Keisha and then fuck Are you gonna roll Okay, so what if he tells no, I run. So now, what if he tell you, babe? I, but what if he was honest with you and was like, "Listen, I, I want to have sex with her." Okay, well, you're not gonna have sex with me, and so now you give him not a committed to this relationship. Uh huh. Okay. Okay, you're not and that's fair. To the monogamy that you promised me in the beginning, and I got to go. That is fair. <laughs> that is fair, and I think this was a really healthy conversation. Um, and I think, hey, y'all, y'all can't see this. Oh. But Jay is all in the phone, and Jay is Terry's, Terry's dog. pup. <laughs> um, no, I, I like this, and I think that is definitely something to um, leave on the table. And as people say they want monogamous relationships, and understanding that we are human and that we do make mistakes, and not saying let someone run over you, but when you get in those tough spots. Where does the monogamy come in? Like Jill said, you got to hold them accountable for the uh, commitment that they made to you. And this is the commitment. So I know you want to fuck Keisha, but before you fuck Keisha, are we praying together? Are we, because, and this is why I say. Before you fuck Keisha, are you ready to give up this life? Yes. And this is why I say when it comes to marriage, personally i feel like that is nothing that can be done without god you have to have god at the center of your marriage because when stuff like this happens how do you move forward how do you break through you could have you could go to therapy but i just feel like it is the presence of the holy spirit that's gonna keep y'all together chill is and it, it's AK-47. Is it, um Ah, okay, my dear. I'm just playing. I'm just Come playing. on, I'm just man. Playing. That's my girl. Playing. But isn't uh, infidelity wrong in the Bible? It is. So we late by praying. <laughs> like we should. Nah, it's never too late. We got to this and, point. I mean, God gonna take adultery. you at any stage you at. Adultery, you but you know, know yeah. Saying. I'm just saying, you know, it is. But you know, we all do things that are wrong in the as per the Bible. You know, but because we, you know, we, we land up people. I'm just saying. So we ain't gonna be doing yes, that now. Do. I felt that shit felt like a that shit was a gadget. You right? Know what I'm, we ain't gonna be doing that. I was about to say I am too. Shit. We're not gonna be doing that. I'm just saying we're not gonna be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you was talking shit. But anywho, all right, we got 68 <laughs> minutes, y'all. It's been a minute. This is a long one. All right. Whatever. Yes. Thank y'all for listening. Um, drop us y'all comments and what y'all feel about monogamy. What y'all feel about this conversation? What did we miss? What What else? How do you feel about monogamy in 2021? Yeah, yeah. Is it still a thing? <laughs> do you still y'all still standing by it like Jill and Tear and me? I'm standing by it too. I know that you will be seeing clips on the page that do not coincide <laughs> with this conversation. We have had two conversations now. One in person that we did record. And then you'll be hearing this one as well. So just wanted to let you know you're getting two versions of monogamy because it was that important. <laughs> yes. So follow us on IG, <laughs> Three Chicks, One Cup. Um, we don't have a web page. But yeah, follow us on IG. Comment. We'll be going live next week, I think. And this episode you should be able to hear soon on iTunes. Rate, review us, Podcast. Spotify, wherever you get your... Uh, Whatever platform you listen to. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. This is No Refills, bitch.